You're listening to episode 219 of the Fitz Pro podcast. And today is going to be for my trainees and for my coaches from kind of two different perspectives, but I will be speaking from one perspective. So today's topic is about training plateaus, specifically in the strength and hypertrophy world, and how to possibly get through each of those plateaus with different approaches. So if you are a trainee, these are things that you can do yourself. If you are a trainer, then these are things that you can apply to your trainees. So without further ado, let's dive in. The FitzPro podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs aka not your average fitspo. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a fitspro. Before we get into four different types of training plateaus that I have seen through my decade plus of training myself, training athletes, training gen pop clients, training online clients, I do want to give a quick shout out to Legion Athletics. They are the number one brand of all natural sports supplements in the world. They are the only supplements that I personally use and have used for the past almost five years now, which is crazy. Um, if you are in the market for supplements for protein, creatine, pre-workout, vitamins, make sure to check out Legion. They just dropped, I believe, like a vitamin K and some magnesium. I take magnesium every night to aid with just winding down for the night. Most people are deficient in magnesium. You can get that checked out with your provider. It does a lot of cool things in our body. So if you are in the market, again, for supplements, for adding something into whatever you are already taking in from a dietary standpoint, check out Legion. They're clean products. There's no BS. You can see the peer-reviewed scientific literature that backs every product, all of the ingredients, all of the dosages they use. So go to buylegion.com, B-U-Y legion.com and use code Annie at checkout for either 20% off your first order or double Legion reward points. So these training plateaus that I'm going to go over, there's four different kinds that I've personally seen. This is not backed by science. This is just kind of anecdotal experience over the years of working with different types of people in different types of training. When I say types, I mean modes of training from in-person to college athletics to working with people online. I still think that all four of these can happen and does happen. So the four types of plateaus that I think that you can come across in training are mental plateaus, seasonal plateaus, actual physical performance plateaus, and muscle growth. So being stagnant with muscle growth, hitting a plateau with muscle growth. That can be in your entire body. That can be in one particular area of your body. So we are going to go over all four of these, kind of what they are in more depth, and then also steps and different approaches that you might take for best practices to get through and beyond these plateaus. First up is that mental plateau. I bring this up as number one because I think that this can initiate the other types of plateaus that we experience in training, and it can also be the result of, or almost is a result of, like definitively, it is a byproduct of experiencing these other three types of plateaus. There's always going to be a mental piece to having some kind of roadblock 
within your training, whether that is getting to the actual training, whether that is the result of the actual training, there's going to be a mental piece that you have to get through. And when you identify whether or not you have a mental plateau with your training, for me, this is kind of just when you feel like you're, you're out of it. You're just not feeling it. You're in a funk. Maybe motivation to train is lower than usual. Efficacy is lower than usual. Your joy in the gym is lower than usual. Perhaps you even have, I would go as far to say as you may have a negative connotation with training when it's normally something that you enjoy, that you do for yourself, that is difficult to, you know, get off the couch and go move, but it's something that you generally enjoy doing. When you see a shift in that or you feel a shift in that mentally, I would say that this could be just an acute thing that happens for a very short period of time, or this could be that you have hit a mental plateau and something needs to change. So I'm not going to say anything specific to get through that mental plateau because all of the different things that we talk about in seasonal uh, physical performance and muscle growth will be what I would suggest for getting through a mental plateau. But before we get into those, if you, if you do feel like you're experiencing that one, please know that it's normal, especially when you are training for the long haul, you are not always going to feel motivated, enjoy your season of training, or be excited to train. There are some times in our long haul mentality of training that you just show up because you know you should be there, because you're following a plan, because you know that in three months it will pick up or that you will eventually enjoy it again, or that you'll get past this season. There is a piece of that that is the grind and that you just have to get through. And sometimes I think people think that you can experience a mental plateau for a week when it can be three months, four months, five months. I have followed athletes on Instagram and their stories of periods of time up to nine months in their training that they just felt like they were in a funk. Stuff just didn't feel right from a physical standpoint, from a mental standpoint. Eventually with, like I said, these other things that we're going to talk about, you will get out of it. So I just want to give you that peace of mind before we get into the other types of plateaus. I do want to encourage you with the mental plateau not to depend on those feelings and to just follow the plan, but be aware of that mental state. So take note, but keep following the plan. Next up is seasonal plateaus. So sometimes there are cycles that we see. Once we're training for that long haul that I mentioned, it could be summer for you. It could be fall. That's referring to like actual seasons in your life that maybe certain events coincide with. It could be finals season if you are in school. It's some time of the year that happens every year that tends to bring upon inconsistency or a lull in your training, and it throws you for a loop every time. Again, this is going to be years that you've seen this happen, at least one year to two years, three years, and so on. You may plateau physically and mentally. So again, these are not black and white on and off switches. There's going to be a lot of carryover between these different types of plateaus. So maybe the seasonal plateau that you're noticing sends you into a mental plateau with your training and we kind of have this snowball effect. The earlier that you can get in front of this, the better off you're going to be with your training and adherence, which I think is what you want from your training. You want to get through the plateau. You want to enjoy training again. You want to feel good about your training. So four different things that I will say for 
a seasonal plateau is to number one, possibly you wouldn't do all of these. You would choose one of these is change up the expectations. So if you are not enjoying the season, if you feel like you're in a plateau and it's causing kind of that mental funk, would lowering the frequency or the intensity of the same modality of training that you're doing, so you're doing strength training, you're doing a bro split for hypertrophy, whatever it is, could you lower the days per week that you are training, the the training sessions per week that you have? Would lowering that to three days from four or five days literally be the solve? Would that make you feel good? Would you feel successful? Would you be motivated to train knowing you can get those three days in, but feeling much more overwhelmed by that four to five days? Is that something we could possibly do? Could you keep training the same frequency? Maybe it's not the days per week, but it's that you don't have the mental or physical fortitude because of high stressors in life during this season that you need to just lower the load. Is that, would that be enough? Would going in knowing you only have to lift at 70% or 80%, you're not lifting at 100% effort, would that be the fix that you need? I don't know. These are just questions to ask yourself, things to inquire to get through whatever this plateau is. The next thing you can do is to take on something new that you enjoy. So if you are doing strength training, maybe you're under a heavy barbell or a lot, you have to move a heavy barbell, you know, doing heavy squats, heavy bench, heavy deadlift, pressing overhead, doing high loads can really require a lot more mental fortitude than people talk about, a lot more mental energy, a lot more preparation. There is more risk physically potentially, which can be stressful. For a season, do you just need to say, I don't have time to set up and to do five warm-up sets before I get into my squats. I need to be able to go into the gym to use my muscles, to feel the burn and get out. So do we need to do more of a bro split? Do we need to do some heavy walking lunges paired with some heavy RDLs? And that's the type of training we're going to do instead of these heavier barbell compound movements. That's something that you could possibly do that will allow you, excuse me, to enjoy your training, which is what we want, and to also be more consistent with and have higher adherence to that training. So do we need to take on something new that you enjoy? I obviously kept those examples close to one another. So they're both weightlifting. You could literally choose a whole new thing. So maybe it's you're, you're going from weightlifting to doing orange theory, right? For, for this season, you need to show up to a group fitness class and do that instead. The point is that you would enjoy it. So just make sure that, that, that is happening. That is the goal is to enjoy it. And that in having joy in that season, you are more consistent. You have that higher adherence. Number three, underneath seasonal plateaus is to accept a maintenance phase, but be intentional. So do you just need to accept this season? This is kind of, you know, changing those expectations again. Do you need to just accept this season as one that you're going to coast through? We are just going through the motions. We are not trying to reach any big new goals. Our goal is to just get to the gym X days per week and maintain, hold on to muscle mass, hold on to the movement patterns, whatever it is that you're working on in the gym, just hang on for this season. That's the expectation. If we can shift that expectation, then we're not disappointed by the fact that we're just going through the motions when going through the motions becomes the actual goal for the season. If we're doing that, we're being successful. 
the last thing I will say is actually the opposite of that. And that is to choose a new goal to work towards so that you have a joyful and purposeful focus during this season. So you're kind of like challenging the season. If the season is a bit stressful, if for whatever reason, the seasonal lull that you're in, for whatever reason that's happening, I'm saying that you kind of like match and raise them one. No, I'm going to set this goal and I am going to really focus and be intentional with my training during this time. So you're challenging that plateau. Those are the four that I will give you. Change up expectations, try something new that you enjoy, accept it as just a maintenance phase, or actually choose a new goal and kind of like match and raise one to this seasonal plateau. The next type of plateau is... I would say the most common potentially with not the most common experience. I actually think seasonal and mental plateaus are most common, but oftentimes the most frustrating, I think can be the actual physical performance. When you feel like you aren't making progress in the gym and you're putting in the work to make progress in the gym, or that is your perspective. For me, strength and power output come to mind college athletes come to mind. My time in college athletics comes to mind. This could be with one exercise or totally across the board. I'm thinking more all across the board. So an overall plateau in your performance in the gym that often looks like not being able to increase load, or maybe even feeling like you're going backwards with your output. You aren't able to move as much load as you were a month ago, two months ago, whatever it may be. First off, this is a sign of overtraining. So not taking enough deload weeks and going from the desired result of supercompensation and overreaching to actual overtraining and or under recovering, whichever one you want to refer to that as. Overtraining is likely a result of under recovering. So for this, the first thing I want you to do is to consider a deload week. And to be clear, I am not talking about the fact that you haven't increased the load on lateral raises, lateral shoulder raises for two years. That's not an exercise that we're going to increase load on. But for some larger movements, even thinking things like hip thrusts or how many pull-ups you can do, if we haven't made jumps in those larger movements and we've been specifically training them to increase the load, then I would consider doing a deload week or two lower the intensity and the volume by 30%, meaning that you are going to complete 70% of the work that you would normally do both for weight and for volume. The point here is to let your body take a break. It clearly needs a break. Pushing harder is not going to get you through this plateau. You may even need to to take a complete break from the gym. Do less, much, much less for a short period of time. Your body will not lose the gains. In fact, it might just thank you. It might come back stronger. The point of these approaches, both of these, taking either a complete break from the gym or taking a week or two to deload, the point here is to come back refreshed, re-energized, both in terms of your mental state and your physical state, your body. If it is not a deload, that we need. You can also look back at the programming. If you've been doing the same thing, the same variations, the same sets and reps, the same load, it might be a good time to switch things up a bit. 
more than you normally would. So try, do, I don't want your brain to go to do more weight. This might actually require doing less weight. So try a new exercise variation or take a season to drive up work capacity. If you've been working in near maximal loads for a hot minute for several months, maybe it's time that we transition into a new type of training stimulus in order to work back to those maximal loads. Another thing you can do is get really specific. You're plateaued. So work on your weaknesses and sticking points within whatever lifts your training. So I mentioned pull-ups, I mentioned hip thrusts. Do we need to work on different variations of those or work with different tempos and pauses in order to work through our weakest points of those lifts? These are things that we can do if strength or power or just, I mean, that is like how much load you can move. If that is the performance metric that you feel you have plateaued on, then adding more weight is not likely going to be the answer. I will mention in the next section, which is muscle growth plateaus, another thing that you can do, which is to actually lower the load and focus on tension. So all of these can be working with one another. So these do not have to be one or the other. You can try new exercise variations and get more specific and work on weaknesses and sticking points of those lifts. When it comes to muscle growth, along the same lines as physical performance, nutrition is going to be a factor to evaluate here as well. That is not my area of expertise, but I do want to point it out that that can be a factor that is affecting both your physical performance as well as your muscle growth. So very much so like the physical performance with if muscle growth tends to be where we feel we are plateauing, number one is going to be to take that deload. With that, I want you to count on feeling deflated. You're going to feel deflated. You will be carrying less water within your muscles if you are not using them. Do not worry. It will come back upon lifting very quickly. You haven't lost muscle with taking a week or two off. I just want to make that clear. I want to set that expectation for you. The next thing again is change up variation or more specifically when we're talking about muscle growth is to push range of motion. I think range of motion is highly underrated when it comes to building muscle and the potential for muscle fiber recruitment, which is what we want when we are building both strength or uh, hypertrophy. When you are pushing range of motion, as in using a larger range of motion, spending more time under tension in larger ranges of motion, we want to lower the load potentially. And I know that might be unexpected, especially if you apply this to that kind of performance output and strength output piece. But the point of lowering the load is so that you can go slower and you can focus on creating as much tension as you possibly can in the muscle groups that you are working that might require a lower load. If we are working at really high loads, then we may find that we're just trying to get through the movement or that we aren't able to focus on muscle tension as much because we're just focused on moving the load. These are just some ideas outside of I'm plateauing. I must need to do more. I must need to add more days. I must need to increase volume. I must need to increase load. That is often not the answer if we have truly hit a plateau. You probably need to do less first, see how that goes. We can always do more later or do something 
different. We need to switch up the stimulus to give our bodies something new to adapt to because they have had trouble adapting to what is currently happening. So hopefully that was helpful for you. I hope you can see how all of these may be intertwined. So you absolutely could be experiencing muscle growth, a performance output, a seasonal and a mental plateau all in one. And now you have some things that you can try or some things you can implement with your clients moving forward. If you did enjoy this episode, if you found it helpful, please give the show five stars and a written review wherever you listen. If you're not on my main mailing list, check it out. Go to anniemiller.co backslash news. You can choose from weekly or daily emails. I don't hold you hostage. Please feel free to unsubscribe at any time. Until next time, I am Annie Miller, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Fitzpro podcast. Pro Podcast.